Hey, what's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 635 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a great weekend. I look forward to this week's episodes for you. So let's just get started right now. We have a great question from Sean. And real quick, today I'd like to tell you about today's sponsor, which is designcrowd.com. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com. Designcrowd.com helps entrepreneurs and small businesses outsource or what's called crowdsource custom graphic, logo, and web design from designers all around the world. Designcrowd has more than a half a million designers from over 100 countries ready to help you with any creative and design projects you might have. So check out designcrowd.com to learn more and get started at designcrowd.com slash askpat for a special VIP offer just for our listeners. Again, that's designcrowd.com slash askpat. Hey, Pat, Sean here from snowy Ottawa, Canada. Man, you have no idea how much I wish I was in San Diego right now. My question for you today revolves around publishing a new product. I just finally finished my first book and have published it in both digital format, which I distribute through Gumroad, and uh, in print, which I distribute through Amazon's CreateSpace, which as a side note, I must say I'm quite impressed with the final product they were able to provide me. The question is, uh, what would you do with your... If you were in my situation and you had your first book, not a huge following, how would you promote it? I find that I'm struggling with getting it out there. Um, I'm not sure where to focus. Should I focus on SEO so people could find it uh, through search? Or should I focus primarily on blogging and trying to get you know some traffic that way i do like the fact that it's on amazon and can be searched uh so i'm definitely you know stoked about that but you know i want to be able to take the bull by the horns per se and be able to really be in control of how much traffic and how much buzz is being created around this new product i'd love some insight from you um as to you know what avenues you would take or what strategies you would use uh to try to you know promote a good new product but with a limited fan base i'd love to hear your thoughts keep doing what you're doing you rock Hey, Sean, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate it. First of all, congratulations on your product, your book. I think it's awesome. You're selling it off of your own website using Gumroad, which is cool. That's a model that Nathan Barry has become sort of uh, well-known for, and uh, that's cool because you can make quite a bit of money off of that, and plus you can offer a lot more bonuses. You can play around with the pricing. You're not sort of uh, just right into the confinements of uh, Amazon and their pricing model and that's that sort of thing. And you can really start to control your list there from too. So that's really cool. And it's also awesome to hear that you're having a great experience with CreateSpace. I had a great experience with CreateSpace as well with my book, Will It Fly? And found the process to be, uh, you know, it's not push button easy, but relatively easy for what we're doing. We're writing books and we are getting them printed and they are printed on demand when people order them. And I was quite surprised too when I got my examples before the book went live and I saw just how professional they look. So uh, kudos to CreateSpace and Amazon there too. So in terms of getting your book out there, here's what I would do. You could use social media, which I would recommend using social media. I mean, you have a following likely, no matter how big or small, that can help lead to some more customers, some more shares and that sort of thing. But really where you're going to get the most bang for your buck, and you had mentioned SEO. I mean, SEO is something that will naturally come over time, but that's you just have to set things uh, to the basic 
SEO foundational settings, I guess you could say, at this point. And it's not really anything you can force. You can just set things up for success in the future. SEO takes time, um, but it also takes a little bit of knowledge about keywords and what people are searching for. So hopefully in the book title or at least in the, the description on both your website and on Amazon through CreateSpace, you have these things in mind. Um, so just putting those things, the basic foundational items for SEO, uh, keywords that are relevant to whatever it is that people are searching for related to your topic, that's going to help in the long run. But again, like I said earlier, SEO is not something you can really uh, see results from overnight, typically. Blogging, you had mentioned blogging, that's always good. Creating content, building relationships that way, that's sort of a, another sort of long-term play. So People will find your website through, again, SEO, but also sharing those articles and, and that sort of thing. You can take some of those articles and repurpose them on, for example, medium.com after about a month uh, just to make sure that Google knows that you were the first one to publish them. Uh, that's a strategy that I heard Gary Vaynerchuk talk about and a few other people too, so that could potentially work. But again, that's a long-term game. So what can you do in the short term to really start to boost sales? Well, there's three things I want to talk about. And the first one, it will cost a little bit of money, and this is the one that most people will tell you that will work best and give you the fastest results, and that is using Facebook ads. So creating Facebook ads to your book or, for example, a webinar that then promotes your book, which might be even better because you're spending time to have your audience get to know you. Uh, you can test to see if just people are interested in content in the first place, if they register for the webinar. If not, well, then that obviously doesn't work and you need to take a different approach. But doing a webinar or even just promoting on Facebook directly to your book, that'll give you some immediate results, allow you to test different headlines and different strategies and language to use to be able to pique people's interest in whatever it is you have going on. And the cool thing about Facebook specifically is you can get really targeted with who it is that you're serving. And of course, each of those different markets or sub-markets or niches are going to have different messaging. So there's a lot to go here. And the reason that I actually wouldn't recommend Facebook to start off with is because, A, yes, it does cost money, but more, more than that, B, it's not something you can just throw money at and then it's going to work. There's a lot of testing that has to happen. There's a lot of knowledge with Facebook and how it works and its environment um, that, you know, there are a lot of experts out there, Amy Porterfield, Rick Mulready, They've been doing this for a while, and so I would look to them if that's something you're interested in. They also have courses available that you can use to sort of jumpstart or launch your track or journey into Facebook advertising, but it's not push-button easy, and you could, if you don't do it correctly, lose a quite a bit of money quite fast because you could have a lot of people clicking on your ads. You don't pay for stuff until people click on it, your ads, but if they don't convert, well, then there's a problem there too, so... There's also testing that needs to happen on your website in terms of conversions. So I would also also make sure that you're keeping track of numbers fairly well. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to help. And I know Gumroad, they'll tell you where the referrals were coming from or what websites were coming from in order for people to find that sales page and then purchase your book. So Gumroad has some metrics that can help you understand what's working already, if anything's working, and you can just do more of that. So that, that's another thing. So if you have any sales, just try to understand, well, what is working right now? And you can maybe double or triple up on that if possible. The other thing I would say, and I had mentioned this a little bit, was referrals. Well, what I mean is affiliate marketing. You can have connections with other people who have trust with a larger audience already and get them to promote your book in exchange for a commission for selling your book. And when you're selling your book on your own website, it's a lot easier to do that. And Gumroad also has an affiliate program built in. So you could offer however much money you want. Typically, it's around 25 to 50%. But it changes, and uh, different industries have different sort of rates of affiliate commissions. So just 
you know, you don't want to give away the whole thing, but you also want to make sure that you make it worth that person's time and money to promote that item that you have. So affiliate marketing could be great because you're giving people an incentive to promote it. And if you have built a relationship with anybody who has a large audience, that's where I would start. I would start with your network, reach out, offer them the book for free, and uh, follow up with them. Definitely follow up with them. Uh, Don't be rude about it, of course, but the fortune is in the follow-up sometimes. So reaching out to other people and building a, a relationship with them. If you mentioned anybody who has a large audience already in your book, that could be a great place to start too because they're going to want to share with their audience that people um, have featured them in, in, in books and things like that to their own audience too. So that's a good place to start. Uh, but that's where I would start. Those are the top two things. So Facebook ads, like I mentioned, does cost money, but it could be a quick way to determine uh, you know, the success of your book and actually get it in front of large amounts of people in a short period of time and also working with other people in an affiliate relationship. And if you have the opportunity to be in front of another audience without affiliate relationships, that's that's cool too. I mean, you could, for example, uh, guest post or be a guest on another person's podcast. I would look on iTunes and find the podcasts that relate to your target audience, and reach out to them and see if you could become a guest on their show and talk about some of these important topics that you have in the book for free uh, to help their audience. In exchange, you'd likely be able to promote the book and share it using your own voice, and that's very powerful. As you know, you guys are listening to me right now and hearing my own voice. That goes quite a bit, uh, quite a long ways in terms of really getting people to understand what you're about and get interested in what you have to offer a lot more so than sometimes a guest post. So So, Sean, those are a couple things you can do, and hopefully that gets your gears going in your head so you can take action from here and make progress. So if I were you, I would focus on trying to be a guest on another person's podcast who has that audience already or write a guest post for them. And if possible, you can also set up an affiliate relationship with them so that they'll be more likely to promote it and continue to promote it because they're going to get something in return too. So, Sean, best of luck to you. I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having our question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. If your question gets featured, Jessica is going to reach out to you in the next couple of weeks after your question's featured, and we'll collect your information and send that to you free of charge. So, Sean, thanks again. I appreciate you. And as always, I like to finish with a quote here. And today's quote comes from Tony Robbins himself. He says, if you do what you've always done, You'll get what you've always gotten. Love that quote. It reminds me of one, I think it's from Jay Abraham, or I heard it from Ramit Sethi. He said, what got you here won't get you there. That's why I'm always evolving, always changing, always trying new things. Complacency is dangerous sometimes. So keep pushing forward and know that if you're not happy with where you're at right now, you can't continue to do the same things. So congrats, Sean, for taking action, making change. And to everybody else out there who's taking action, you're awesome. Keep going. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.